0: To wrestling run up on Free FM, RFM and MP. Uh, as always, on am Grady and live on Skype. We got Josh. Hey. Uh, we got quite a big week of wrestling. There were some big matches this weekend. We also had Raw. Um, and there's some pretty hype matches coming up on SmackDown, too. So, we got quite a bit to talk about. We'll probably be jumping around like crazy across all of the shows. Um, But first up, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. Uh, he made a return. He decided to wrestle this weekend. And I would say that he beat the tar out of Bobby Lashley, but kind of feels like the other way around.
1: Yeah, it feels more like a heel turd out of Bobby Lashley than anything else.
0: Yeah, I think you gotta say Bobby is a heel, definitely after, uh, his actions on Raw that we'll talk about.
1: Yeah, it seems like we've had, like, three flips in alignment in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, we have this match with Brock, it could go either way, you know. Uh, they're both pretty tweenery heading into it. Brock wins the match technically, but then, yeah, Bobby Lashley post-match just beats him down. You're like, all right, that's, that's pretty healy. And then we head to Raw when he beats up Mustafa Ali, and you're like, "All right, that's pretty." And then he beats mm-hmm. up Seth Rollins, you're like, "Okay, now he's." And then he beats up Austin Theory, and you're like, "All right, he's a face again."
1: Uh yeah, it's it's pretty clear. I I don't want to put any hope in into it for us, <laughs> but there's a chance that they may bring back the herd business. There's a shot. There's always a shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely. Interesting. Um, I was interested in seeing where they could go with him as a face after they turned him earlier in the year, but I guess they decided they would rather have him as a bad guy.
0: He works really well um, as a bad guy. Uh, And at the moment, uh, you know, he's beating up mostly good guys, and I'm pretty sure he's moving to the bad guy, but he's kind of just beating up anyone that gets in his way. He's not even necessarily... Although he answered the United States Open Challenge, he didn't really care for or challenge for the title. He he was just there to cause destruction and mayhem.
1: And in the process, seemingly turning Seth Rollins' face.
0: <laughs> yeah, Seth Rollins, uh, an interesting one. Um, he- I'm gonna loop it all together, because there's only one way to really describe this, and this to run down the events of what happened on Raw, and then we'll talk about the bits and pieces- Uh, Seth issues his open challenge, gets accepted by, uh, Finn Balor, who gets interrupted by AJ Styles, and they brawl, and we'll talk about them later. And he issues it again, uh, it's accepted by Mustafa Ali, who Bobby Lashley beats up. Then Bobby Lashley accepts it, just beats up Seth, leaves him there in a pile, walks off, Austin Theory comes out decides to cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase against the United States Championship. Uh, looks like he might win. It was pretty back and forth. And then Bobby Lashley beats the tar out of him, and Seth Rollins retains. Seth Rollins, still the United States Champion, but contending with all sorts of heels coming after him.
1: Yeah, and I mean, people wanted to like Seth Rollins anyway. <laughs> so it makes it, sense. It's fun to
0: hate him and fun to like him.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I I'm more upset that the briefcase is gone now, but now, but at the same time, I'm also okay with it because now it allows him to be built without that cr- crutch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of questions around the money in the briefcase. I know I was confused watching it of like what is happening. Um, it does establish that the briefcase can be cashed in on pretty much any championship. Um, do I think this was the smartest idea? Not particularly, but, uh, I'm going to have to put on my classic wait and see pants, uh, to see what they end up doing off of this. Um, as you say, theory has now lost the briefcase. I don't think there's any way he's going to be getting that thing back. Uh, it was well and truly and legitimately cashed in and uh maybe he's got to wait for another United States open challenge <laughs> maybe next week uh, since Seth seems to be uh offering them quite often
1: maybe uh, I know if um if j b l was his um manager uh he'd be getting the getting it back because it was would- be the whole cause about it being only plus been used to get it's all championship so yeah we'll see yeah we'll definitely see but i think i think in the end i think this might be the best thing that could have happened to Austin theory simply because it does get rid of that and makes it so that he his development is a little more natural
0: yeah i i am a fan of matches for the briefcase so i wouldn't have been you know mad if we'd transitioned to the briefcase off of theory uh via that sort of method but what's done is done um the united states title is definitely being uh elevated it is the most important thing on raw practically um seth rollins is the man to do that he is you know up in that as tier kind of uh area he is one of the strongest characters they have and uh yeah raw looks bright underneath seth rollins
1: and it could also say this. I know that we're going with war games this year, right? For the survivors, League, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later. Um, if you're, st- if you still want to have any kind kind of like cross promotional thing, who would say no to Gunther versus Seth Rollins?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting matchup for sure, an interesting one indeed. We'll have to move on, or we're not going to have time for anything. Uh... Let's talk about two, two women's championships and the state of them at the moment. And we'll talk about them in one go. Uh, damage control, who'd previously just lost their titles to Bliss and Asuka. They managed to get their titles back thanks to a little bit of help from Nikki Cross. Uh, later on in the night, Bailey unfortunately losing. The last woman standing match, so Bianca Belair still holding the Raw Women's Championship. And, uh, yeah, as you said, War Games, uh, lined up for the woman, Damage Control and Nikki Cross versus Bianca, Bliss, Asuka, and a couple of friends.
1: Yeah, and a, and a friend, probably Candice LeRae, because it seems like that'd probably be the most likely person that would join them, and it'll probably be four on four. Um, it makes sense. It it is irritating to tie all the titles up in that match, but <laughs> but it, it all the storylines are intertwined anyway, so go for it.
0: I think we've tied all the titles up in this feud for the past like three months. To be fair,
1: um, uh, more like three years.
0: <laughs> all right, I meant specifically Bianca Bailey and Damage Control, but uh, yeah. Uh, Pretty much since Damage Control originally won them, since Damage Control debuted, this has been the six women that have been going just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the hot potatoing of the Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, I I think you could have done the exact same finish to the match if Damage Control entered it as champs. Uh, Just delay it, not have their title match the first time uh, on Raw, but... It be what it be, puts another tick in Alexa Bliss and Oscar's columns of, uh, championship gold, even if it is only for a couple of days. And, uh, Bianca stands tall again and she will survive past, uh, Survivor Series given it's the War Games matchup. And, uh, that leads us into the new year and Bianca Belair's title reign lasting even longer. Might be the Rumble or something before she ends up losing it, if not WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, um, i I yeah, I don't know when ba- when um Bianca's going to lose here. Um I'm not entirely sure about the next uh, what the next pay-per-view will be after uh Survivor Series. Um,
0: rapid googling intensifies.
1: Well, it, it's either confirmed or denied about whether or not Day 1 is canceled.
0: Gotcha, yeah. Back and so forth on we that. We don't
1: we don't know on that. Um for all we know, they may instead decide, you know what? It's December. Let's have TLC. <laughs> um, I,
0: I love some tables, ladders, and chairs under my Christmas tree.
1: Yeah. Um. But so, yeah, we don't know wh- when it would be. It's very possible they may end up changing the title on a Raw. Yeah. Because why not? Um. Yeah. It's at the very least, Bianca's had a great run. And whenever it does end, it will be a phenomenal, uh, title reign. So let's just enjoy it while we have it. Cause Bianca's a big star.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you say that it would be a phenomenal, phenomenal reign? Yes. <laughs> let's talk about the OC versus the Judgment Day. <laughs> I don't know if you did that segue on purpose, but I'm gonna take it. Uh, Judgment Day defeating the OC in the six-man tag team match thanks to the Rhea Ripley factor, but in the next, uh, time on Raw, the OC found their equalizer, and it is none other than Mia Yim.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's- it's good to see Mia back. Um, I really want there to be a segment of her and- sheldon benjamin just arguing because i that's always been adorable funny on twitter um but yeah be they had to have somebody and i guess they don't want it to be beth um so yeah why not
0: yeah i still feel like there's big money there um with rhea ripley versus beth phoenix one-on-one um, I don't know what sort of matches we are going to end up getting out of, uh, the Judgment Day and the OC, uh, with, uh, three men, one woman on each match. <coughs> Sorry. On each, uh, stable. Um, it, it's possible some of them get involved, um, with war games and possible some of them have separate matches. Um, and it's possible that they adjust the, um, you know, standing ringside to counteract each other to make sure that nothing and no interference happens in the match. Um, don't quite know where, what type of match is going to be, uh, hidden for the future for those two stables. It,
1: pro- it will probably be another six man <coughs> tag with this time with Mia being the neutralizer to Rhea Ripley. Mm. But uh, personally, I'd rather have a mixed tag match with Dominic and Rhea versus AJ and Mia. Yeah. But that's, that's personally what I would do.
0: Anything with Dom and Rhea together on the, uh, on the TV is a good thing. Um, well, yeah, we're about halfway through. Let's go into our entrance theme. We still have plenty to talk about on the other side. We still got whole tag team divisions. We got way more fallout on Raw. Uh, we skipped over it, but we will come back to 24 seven championship. There's a lot, um, but for now, we are going to go into our entrance theme of the week, and that is none other than Logan Paul uh, having a big match this weekend that we'll also be talking about on the other side of this song. And you're back with the rest of the on 3FM, RFM, and MPR. I'm Grady, he's Josh. Uh, let's knock it out of the way first. 24-7 championship. I mentioned Nikki Cross joining Damage Control for their War Games match. Uh, forgot to mention that she did win the 24-7 championship and then hiffed it, well, dropped it near a bin, uh, for its seeming retirement.
1: Yeah, cause I mean, it's, uh, they've updated the website. For WWE.com for the 24/7 Championship, and it says a hard date instead of present. Yeah, it says 2022 instead of present. Like say this Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships that are sitting next to it.
0: It does appear as though the uh, the 24/7 Championship is no more, and it was written off pretty quickly. You know Dana Brooke just having a match. Um, Nikki Cross wins it. It seemingly was meant to throw it in the bin, um, and then we just sort of move on like nothing happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't really honestly. I can't fully blame them on it because it is probably time to start um stepping back from it maybe, and if they're going to do it, might as well do it, do it in such a in that kind of manner, mm-hmm. um, but.
0: There were some amazing segments, right? Like R-Truth, Carmella, Drake Maverick. Um, these people poured a lot into this championship. Um, like, I don't think it always deserved to be binned, um, but there's only so much you can do with it. And I, I feel like it was something you either have to 100% embrace, get behind, and go balls-to-the-wall crazy, or you just don't work with the idea at all. Um and you move on from it, which is the path they've seemingly taken.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was a, they've had 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 it for like four years. Mm. Um, I think they had gotten about every piece of life out of it that they could. Um, all things considered, um, yeah. We, as I said, we had some amazing segments. We had some maybe amazing moments. Anything with Drew Mac with uh. Dre- uh Drake Maverick trying to consummate his marriage was uh, some of the most brilliant television that was ever broadcast. Um and yeah which is a weird uh, statement to say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um I'm i I'll miss it to some degree, partly because I don't know what they're gonna do with Dana Brooknail. <laughs> um but if it if that was the last hurrah for the championship, so be it. Yeah, It went, it, it, honestly, between, it was a decent match between Dana Brooke and Nicky Cross for the, for it, and I can understand nobody wanted to mess with Nicky Cross after what <laughs> happened in that match. So, yeah, um.
0: It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, how much time do you want to spend talking about the 47 star classic between Braun Strowman and, Strowman and Omos?
1: Uh, And people wondered why I (laughs) wasn't that excited to see Braun Strowman back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, this was an okay match. It confirmed what we thought. Omas is dead in the water, and Braun Strowman is quickly trying to get himself fired again. Mm. (laughs) Um, Braun
0: Strowman's, uh... And I shouldn't be giving advice to a man who could crush me with his just beard looking at me, but... It, shutting your mouth sometimes is the best course of action. Saying nothing can, uh, can be a great, great thing to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, that. I wonder why controlling his narrative didn't work.
0: <laughs> Oof.
1: Um. Yeah, hey, I, I think on.
0: the only, yeah, yeah, the only label you can put on that match was it exceeded expectations. But the expectations were not that high. Um. Drew McIntyre, Carrie and Cross, we had their cage match. Uh just just to torture us one more time. They ain't done.
1: Yeah. Exactly what I said was that I could see Drew McIntyre winning the cause of a third match in the feud. That's exactly what happened. I'm not happy with the way it's, that it's a fact it was an escape from the cage. <laughs> to me, maybe I'm old school in this way, but to me Faces shouldn't win cage matches by escaping. Mm. They should win them by pinfall or submission, because that to me that signifies the end of the feud. Yeah, obviously escaping the cage means well they just got out of it. They got away from them, and that gives the the, the heel plenty of reason to go for another match.
0: And I'm sure we will get it from Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. Uh, what do we got? Ooh, pushing time. Uh, the Usos, brawling brutes, uh, undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship on the line. The Usos come out on top, uh, and then they head straight into their next challenger of the New Day over on SmackDown this uh, this coming Friday.
1: With, with the New Day trying to prevent the, the Usos from taking their... Uh, Crown as the longest reigning tag team champions of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I would be fine with them changing the titles on Friday, but I don't see it happening. No. Nah. Um, mainly because it does. It would be like out of nowhere because we love New Day. New Day's been awesome for a long time, but they haven't done much this year, mm-hmm. and it would just come out of nowhere. But if any team, as we've said many times, if any team could be the Usos for the titles, it would be the New Day. Yeah.
0: The Usos and New Day, you know, any day of the week will put on a banger and could go either way. It doesn't matter if it's right now, if it's, you know, four years ago, if it's four years in the future. These two teams will always have chemistry and these two teams will always put on an amazing match. Um I'm going to apply the same logic to that as we did with the brawling brutes match. The storyline is not that. The storyline is not the new day preventing them from being the, uh, the longest reigning champs. That's only come up in the last week. The storyline is still with Sami Zayn. Um, and that needs to find a way to bring itself up and into the match. Um, and hopefully, uh, I think it's Jay's injured, uh, is not too bad. I think it was just a little bit of a uh, a wrist tweak, hopefully.
1: Although that would give them the perfect opportunity to change the titles. It would be uh, the force Sammy to, to replace Jay.
0: I'm 100% um, down and, on that. I, yeah. I pitched it. I want it to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, I think they actually will break the titles Uh. uh on Friday if they, if they retain. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure on that. I need to look at the other list.
0: Here. Yeah, I don't know the yeah. record exactly, but they're definitely billing this as, you know, if they win this, they're the longest reigning tag team champions of all time. Okay, let me see. Um, raw uh, ones.
1: Um,
0: as Josh does, some fact-checking. Um, yeah, I've always said I, I want
1: no, no, they're, they're four days shy on okay. Friday. So if they make it past Raw next week, they would be... The longest reigning tag team champions of all time, because they're at three four hundred and seventy nine days as of recording. There you go. So is pretty close. So yeah, Sunday would be four, day four eighty three, meaning Raw would make it four eighty four, which would make them the longest.
0: Alrighty. There so, you go.
1: So yeah, it completely makes sense that it would be the New Day's job to prevent it from <laughs> them from losing their their record.
0: They're going to attempt to gatekeep that record. But as we've seen in the past week, it is not easy to take down a member of the bloodline because you are not always just fighting against one. You are fighting against the entirety of the bloodline. And that got shown to us in a 25-minute main event. It was Roman Reigns defending his undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Logan Paul. We saw The Usos, we saw Solo Soko, we saw Jake Paul. Uh, it was just everybody and anybody.
1: Except Sami Zayn.
0: <laughs> Except Sami Zayn.
1: Yeah. Um. I, this was a phenomenal match. I, I do think Logan Paul, the more matches he has, the more people are going to start to actually like him as a wrestler. They may not like him as a person, but they will like him as a wrestler
0: yeah that's where I've sat for a little while. The person um, sucks <laughs> the wrestler he's pretty good at it,
1: yeah, um unfortunately, he's going to be taking about a nine month break,
0: <laughs> only nine,
1: maybe a year <laughs> um but yeah, because unfortunately, during the match, he tore his a c l his p c l and his niscus his knee exploded, yeah, um. Probably when he exploded the uh, the big dog through that table table. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it is unfortunate because I do think Logan Paul was becoming an attraction. Yeah. And honestly, with some of the stuff that I've seen, if you could get him on a more regular spe- uh, schedule, I, I wouldn't have minded him as a world champion.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. The guy is just getting better and better and better. Um I, I liked a lot of what he did in this match, um, especially things like recording the the splash through the table, as you said. Um, it looked quite cool. Um I you know, you're not gonna just sit here and say, Oh, Roman Reigns carried him to an amazing match. He brought it. He he did his part. Um, as we've seen him really just only put on good matches. Um I think it really helps that he can train and train and train for the, the specific match and, and work it out. And he's brought something different every time as well. He hasn't just come out and done the same two moves and called it a day and gone home. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, you know, as I can hate the guy as much as I want, but unfortunately it's always sad to see somebody go out with an injury. Um, full credit again for him just pushing through the match and completing it given the fact that his knee exploded um but whatever and, plans and, they had were clearly dashed
1: yeah and it is very quite unfortunate because I do think it was it I think they had put everything in stone for brawling brutes and the the paul brothers versus the bloodline all five members
0: mm-hmm.
1: at in the war games now they're going to have to adjust that. They may do the Blonde Roots and Jake Paul versus the Bloodline minus Roman Reigns and give Roman the, the night off. Um, they could bring in Drew McIntyre for or somebody else um, to, to add to that face team. Mm-hmm. Um, either, we're definitely on this side of the event this past weekend with a lot more questions simply because of an unfortunate injury.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll have to see where everything leans up to us, because obviously that War Games match uh, did intend to be five versus five, uh, seemingly the entirety of the bloodline, as you say, on one side. Uh, what's it going to be and who's where is everything else going to fall? We don't quite know. Bits and pieces of that might be set up this week on SmackDown when we have the uh, World Cup tournament. Uh, which unfortunately we've run out of time to talk about. Winner facing Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship, which we'll, we'll just talk about the results of it next week once it has happened. Uh, but there is quite a lot going on in the world of WWE at the moment because we have run out of time. It's been great talking to you. Baby. You can visit our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash wrestling RND up, or our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling RND up, or our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling RND up. And we will catch you next week.